Welcome back to Bach Fantasy Talk, episode 16, semifinal edition. I'm your host, Bach, alongside here with a former guest speaker who has been here before. You're probably tired of hearing his voice, but he's back with us. Beck Jenke, Beck Jenke, how are we doing today? Guys, how's it going? We're going to you live from Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Um, it's going to be a fun episode today. I'm really excited. Yeah, so before we start, obviously we do our little intro, but we got to address the elephant in the room. Uh, the 12-man league, uh, Beck and I, unfortunately, has the one and two seeds, along with Eddie D. C. Dobbin, who's the three seed, and William Prout, who's the four seed. We all got eliminated from the playoffs, right? I mean, I played a guy, I played Casey Comerford. He put up 170 points. I put up 135, right? So you can't can't be mad about that, right? But I'm still alive in the 16-man. So uh, incoming uh, Chase Stewart's going to make some podcast jokes. But it's, uh, it's unfortunate, right? It was a good year. I'm still winning the points race, so I might win some cash from that. But... It's just tough, and that's how it goes. But we now start Christmas Day football. It's on Sunday. we got three games. Probably not the best games we're going to get, but it's better than nothing, right? So most of the games will be on Saturday this week, and then obviously we have our Thursday and Monday games. Mahomes now won the NFL MVP award with Jalen Hurts being out with his strained shoulder. That was on, we talked about that last episode, episode 15, which is a very, very, very good one with Hayden Oshman, Will Campbell, and Whit Ramsey, one of the better ones we've done. Again, I suggest giving that one a listen because that's a good playoff episode. Right now, again, I've been saying this for weeks. I'm probably saying it for two months now. Check the weather in the wind because, again, I think six or seven games will be played with temperatures below 10, or that's what they say it will feel like. So just keep that in mind. Uh, again, you want guys um, who are competing on teams, right? So, I mean, these teams, top 10 in the draft order, but uh, they're uh, – some of them aren't out, but some of them are pretty much out. Houston has the uh, first pick. Chicago has the second pick. Seattle has the third pick. That's from Denver. Detroit has the fourth pick. That's from the Rams. Cardinals have the fifth pick. Their season's over. Indy has the sixth pick. They're still alive, but their season's pretty much over. ATL has the seventh pick. Carolina has the eighth pick, but they're still in it. Both of them are still in it. Philly is the ninth pick. That's from New Orleans. And then 10 is Vegas. Um, one thing I've been kind of seeing on the media, which I don't um, agree with, the Rams did not lose the Matthew Stafford trade. In the end, winning the Super Bowl is the ultimate goal, so that's what matters. But anyways, let's get into it. Heading to Thursday Night Football, 49ers versus Seahawks. Um, Seahawks made too many mistakes in this game, right? I mean, Geno Smith threw the ball 44 times, but I watched the game. They made a lot of mistakes. They completely lost that game themselves. 49ers did not win that game, even though Kittle and McCaffrey had their really good game. Um, I believe some, someone said, analyst-wise, that... Uh, quarterbacks who tend to come in, like rookies, tend to lean more, more towards their tight ends. So, I mean, obviously you're playing George Kittle, but he's really a good option to move forward. Obviously, CMC. Um, I don't like Ayuk as much, but I think just go CMC and Kittle. Seahawks side of the ball, uh, Geno Smith. Kenneth Walker had a rough week, but he'll do well this week as the Chiefs. And then with Ty Lockett out, DK Metcalf is a wide receiver one moving forward. Heading into the Saturday Matt Ryan choke fest, uh, Colts lose a brutal one but from a fantasy perspective what did we learn um what we did learn Jonathan Taylor's out for the year year so I think you got to put Michael Pittman in your lineup probably as a flex um running back wise it looks like Zach Moss is going to be the guy for Indy he got 24 carries but you don't get 24 carries unless you're up 33 points so that this is probably a fluke game in my opinion uh Kirk Cousins had four touchdowns but again they were down to throwing the ball he threw the ball 54 times but I still see him as a Valid option moving forward, maybe in the top 12. 
Dalvin Cook is pretty solid. Obviously, you put him in. KJ Osborne had a great game, but I'm not, I'm not putting him in my lineup along with Adam Thielen. Justin Jefferson had a little, little injury, but he should be fine. Ravens and Browns. Uh, I think the only person you can really start right now is Lamar if he comes back against the Falcons. And definitely J.K. Dobbins this week. He'll be a really nice start. And then Mark Andrews just because the tight end position is so slim. And then I'll let Beck take over the Browns segment. Yeah, I mean, this was a good game for the Browns. I think they handled the clock pretty well. They were decently efficient on offense. And they made Huntley make some pretty big, pretty big mistakes. So, you know, I think... You're, this year, is it's not going to be Watson's year, I think, going forward. If you're in a 12-man, 8-man, 10-man league, Watson isn't your starter this next upcoming week if you're still in the playoffs. But I think, you know, next year he's going to be a great option. I still love Chubb. Amari Cooper, he's having a great year, a very underrated year as far as receivers go. So I think it was a good stepping stone for the Browns going into the Saints week. Yeah, heading into the Saturday night football game, Miami at Buffalo. Two had a great game for the cold, even though a lot of people were hitting on him. It uh, looks like Raheem Mostert's, I mean, we said this last week, I don't think you'd start any running back for Miami unless you're in, like, a deeper league. It's just too inconsistent. If I had to lead a guy, I guess I'd lead towards Mostert, but I'm not too high on him. And then I just think Waddle's not a consistent option. I mean, obviously, he's a great boom option. But he hasn't been impressing me too much. Obviously, Tyreek Hill is probably one of the better fantasy wide receivers we've seen in a while. So I just like Tua and Tyreek, basically, next week. But again, Waddle's on a bad play. Breaking news, the Colts named Nick Foles as their starter this week. They're benching Matt Ryan. Just just came in on the notifications here. Sorry to break you up here, but um, yeah, we can continue with the Eagles and Bears game. Yeah, we'll go into that in the preview. Uh, Bill's side of the ball, uh, Josh Allen, obviously, don't need to tell you that. It looks like Dawson Knox, you got to play him, right? It looks like he's going to start doing well. Great game. They play the Bears, so I think he's going to be open a lot. Um, I'm not too high on Singletary, right? I've been saying this for weeks. I see him, see him as low-end RB2, not even in the flex range. Um, then obviously Diggs. And then Gabe Davis should definitely be on your bench. Heading into the Sunday games, Falcons at Saints. Algier had a really good game, and I like him this week in a cold-weather game against the Ravens. Um, Desmond Ritter doesn't look too great, but he loves to throw the ball to Drake London, who had that fumble, which ultimately cost the Falcons the game. Saints side of the ball, I mean, Kamara is supposed to have an easy playoff schedule, but Andy Dalton only threw the ball 17 times. Uh, Taysom Hill threw him two times. Kamara only had two targets, so I don't know what you're going to expect from him. They play the Browns this week, so Kamara's not, probably a low-end RB2. Or not a low-end RB2, but probably a decent RB2 moving forward. Eagles and Bears. I mean, obviously, Devontae Smith. Uh, Miles Sanders does not care about your fantasy team. Neither does Jalen Hurts if you have Miles Sanders. But A.J. Brown and him are still... I think Miles Sanders is still a solid play this week against Dallas. But they can't run a lot of read options, so he might get contested. But Dallas's defense has been a little down. Jalen Hurts has shoulder separation. So I don't think Gardner Minshew is the worst start. I think he's probably one of the top three backup quarterbacks in the league. You could argue he could be a starter on most teams. But I like him. I think this offense will be fine. I think A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith should still be starts along with Goddard because I think they're going to be down a little bit, maybe not that much, but they're going to have to be throwing the ball against Dallas, which will be a very competitive game in Dallas on Christmas Eve afternoon. Yeah, I mean, I don't think – if you have Jalen Hurts as your quarterback and you're still in it, obviously I have him and I'm now out. Um, they, they still haven't named Gardner Minshew the starter yet, and Nick Sirianni yesterday, you know, he said he trusts Jalen Hurts through everything and – they haven't, you know, named him as the backup yet, so I, I think he could still end up playing. You know, obviously, he won't rush the ball 
as much, so it's going to be more of his passing game, which was not great this past week. He threw two picks with a quarterback rating of 52. But, I, you know, don't click the panic button on Jalen Hurts yet. He still might end up playing this week. Yeah, that's a great point. And then Bears side of the ball, RB1 <laughs> Justin Fields. I mean, that's all I got to say. <laughs> Uh, Lions and Jets. I mean, kind of a weird game, right? Zach Wilson was playing. He didn't get too much hate from the media. Uh, his coach, Robert Silas, uh, stood up for him. But he threw the ball 35 times at 18 completions for 317 yards, which is actually not the worst thing. Again, Detroit's defense is pretty pitiful. But they have a top pick next year, so they'll probably fix that out. Um, I don't think Jared Goff is that good of a start. I think Among Us and Swift are probably the only guys you consider just because the Lions passing game is so inconsistent throughout the time. Yeah, I mean, the reason the Jets lost that game was because they rushed 22 times for 50 yards. That's a 2.3 yards per carry. That's that's the main reason they lost that game, not necessarily Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to that, uh, a lot of people thought that Zonovan Knight was going to be a good play, but Detroit's rushing defense is very nice, but their passing defense is absolutely miserable. Steelers and Panthers, I didn't pay any attention to this game. It just really had no value towards me. Uh, Fantasy-wise and just real-life-wise, I mean, obviously I want the Panthers to lose. But I guess DJ Moore's back. I didn't even know about that. Deontay Johnson caught the ball 10 times. Kenny Pickett went out with a concussion, but I believe – or he didn't even play, excuse me. But it looks like he'll be back um, this week, I believe, against Vegas. I think Najee Harris is definitely a guy you should probably play. I think he's a solid RB2, even though he gets no receiving work. That's unfortunate, but that's just the way it goes. Um, I don't think you should start any receivers unless you're probably in a deeper league. Deontay Johnson is the play. And I told you Chubba Hubbard had a fluke week, and he didn't do too hot. So, again, if you have to start someone in the deeper league, I think it would just be Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, and DJ Moore from both teams. Cowboys and Jaguars, very interesting game. Uh, Travis Etienne still seems allergic to the red zone. But Trevor Lawrence is going to be a very good play throughout this time. He plays the Jets this week on the road, which will be a tough one. But I think he's accustomed to the cold. Trevor Lawrence isn't the best quarterback on the road, but this is a must-win game. Not really a must-win game but they need the Titans to lose some. I think they have a very good shot at making the playoffs. And I think the week 18, is it 18 or 17? It's 18 weeks, right? Yeah. Week 18 versus the Titans is going to be a very interesting game to watch, along with the Falcons-Bucks. That could determine some playoffs. So I think the NFL did a really good job of scheduling this year. The script writers did an awesome job of making sure games on the last week are going to be very interesting. Um, Travis Etienne still a good play, though, along with Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, Zeke, and Dak. They all should be in your lineup. Um, Zay Jones, he's doing too well, but I just don't think his name's there where people are going to start him. I'm not going to start him in a 16-man. I have Jalen Waddle, Chris Godwin, and Keenan Allen, so I'm going to stick with those guys. But I just can't start Zay Jones right now, and I'm interested to see how how Sauce Gardner, who he guards this week on Thursday Night Football. On a short week, though, but Trevor Lawrence is definitely a good play. Chiefs and Texans a lot closer than we thought. Texans were winning this game, and they decided to tank and choke away. Um, You can't start anyone from the Texans, but Chiefs side of the ball, uh, this would be a very, very good game this week against Seattle. So obviously, I'm not going to sit here and tell you start Holmes and Kelsey, because that's a no-brainer. But I will tell you to start Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, and Juju against a very depleted Seattle defense. Even if you're in a 12-man league, those would be very solid flex or very solid RB2s, especially McKinnon. He should definitely, definitely be in your lineup. Cardinals and Broncos, um, weird game. We have this game because we're in Colorado, so it's local. But there's no one I can really start. Maybe Latavius Murray and James Conner and Hopkins, but I just don't think you probably even won if you had Hopkins and James Conner. Pats and Raiders, um, 
Ramondre Stevenson, that's it. I don't know what the Pats were doing on that last play. They got a lot of media hate. Uh, just taking to go to overtime. But again, it's on the coaches. They've been very bad uh, for the Patriots' side of the ball. Not Belichick, but Belichick needs to stop being very nice to all these coaches and keeping them around. He's got to get rid of them if he wants to start a win. Uh, Vegas' side of the ball. I mean, Devontae Adams didn't have his best game, but again, you're going to have to start Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams moving forward. Titans and Chargers. Weird game, very low-scoring game. Thought this would have been a lot better. Derrick Henry probably could have gone for 30 points if they didn't QB sneak it on the one. That definitely hurt Beck's team this week. Uh, no, Oh, there is some player who's emerging who's a very, very solid player for the Titans. It is... Uh, excuse me, Chig Ozium Okonkwowu. He's a tight end. He's emerging. I mean, the tight end position is so slim. If you really need a guy, he's the guy to go get. But I believe if you if you're in your league, you probably end up wanting. You probably end up having a better tight end if you won last week. And then Chargers side of the ball, it's just going to be Keenan Allen, who I really like. But I think Mike Williams will have his boom game. This week he did okay last week. He had eight targets, four receptions. But I think he's seen more as of a deep threat. Uh, Keenan Allen is more probably the short down guy. But Austin Eckler only had three targets, which is usually not what he gets. But they were kind of up th this time, so you really can't say much. But they'll play the Colts this week, who's a very bad run defense, and I expect Austin Eckler to have a very solid game. But I'm going to take back what I said about Mike Williams. Indy's pass game is so talented. I mean, only Justin Jefferson has really beaten the Colts this year and he's probably arguably the best receiver of this generation right now and best receiver in the game so I mean you kind of expect that but I think Mike Williams is going to be a little risky start especially if you're in the semifinals and you got to win and then Keenan Allen I think should definitely be in your lineup Bengals and Bucks weird game Brady blew that Brady's just off this year uh, traded his family for a uh, weird wild card game but I'm going to go um, all all uh, Chiefs, no, excuse me, Cincinnati's receivers caught a touchdown. I think just Jamar Chase and T. Higgins moving forward. And along with Mixon, I just don't think Mixon's yard per carry is very good. I think that O-line just hurts him. So I think it's just going to lean on Joe Burr for the rest of this time. Bucks side of the ball. Uh, I'm just going to go with Godwin, right? I think Mike, Mike Evans is probably one of the bigger fantasy busts this year. No one really talks about him. I mean, he had 10 targets, but they were down. I just think Mike Evans is a bust this year. He didn't get his touchdowns. That's what people were concerned about. I've been telling you, Chris Godwin's been consistent for the past few years, honestly, until he tore his ACL last year. Giants and Commanders, um, just Saquon. And just Saquon. I don't think there's really anyone I like that much from Washington. I think if you need a running back, Brian Robinson's definitely the guy. Uh, he got 12 carries. And he did really well compared to Antonio Gibson, who got five. Um, I think Terry McCorn's still a solid start, probably more of a flex. But Jahan Dotson is not a guy to start this year, right? But I think if you're starting to look forward to next year, I think Jahan Dotson is definitely the RB2, or wide receiver two, excuse me, in this offense. He could be a solid play next year. Yeah, I mean, we don't know how this offseason is going to go for the commanders. They could end up trading away one of their guys like Curtis Samuel, who's had a pretty good year for his value. Um, and I mean, yeah, Dotson's a great guy to look at next year. I put him in the category of McKinnon, um, of just guys that could just be, you know, fantasy league winners next year. Dotson's had a great year. Um, barely, it's a, actually a very similar um, breakout to Godwin when both those guys came out of Penn State. Um, so I, I like Jahan Dotson a lot next year.
<clears throat> yeah, Rams and Packers on Monday Night Football. Weird game. I think if A.J. Dillon's down, Aaron Jones is going to be a very, very elite RB1, but I think A.J. Dillon will be back. Uh, I forgot. I didn't check that before this. Rams side of the ball. You can't blame Baker Mayfield anymore, right? He has no one to throw to. Fence Skoranek out. I mean, that's probably one of his better guys. He's going to have no one to throw to. You can't blame anything on this guy. He's going to get slammed, slammed next week when he plays the Broncos. But you can't, you can't, he can't do anything. He has no one to throw to. I'm sure K-Makers is fine, but you can't do anything about that. And then Packers, don't start any receivers. It's just too risky for me. Yeah, I've I mean, that Beck, experience. Yeah, Beck learned that this week. So I just think Packers is just, if you need a guy, you can go uh, double Packers running back like Nate Hayes did. He went started A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, and he won. Shout yeah, out to Nate Hayes. but Phenomenal performance. It was, it was great. He got a little lucky, but it won't happen this week. Heading into the preview, Thursday Night Football, Jaguars at Jets. I'm just going to go, uh, I think Trevor Lawrence, obviously. ETN, obviously. Uh, I think I think Zay Jones is still going to have a good game. I'm going to eat my words from earlier. I think Sauce Gardner is probably going to go on Christian Kirk. I think that's kind of how it's been the past few times. They view Christian Kirk as a wide receiver one, but we don't know the Jets game plan. Uh, maybe Casey Comerford, if he comes on the next episode, he can talk about that. But I think right now... Zay Jones and Trevor Lawrence, but I'm not too high on Zay Jones. I would probably just put him out as a flex. But I think Trevor Lawrence is probably the safest option, along with ETN, who's a very solid RB2. Falcons and Ravens, uh, Tyler Algier, and Drake London's not the worst start. Um, we'll see if Lamar plays. Right now, the line set at minus 7.5 towards Baltimore. So I'm just going to say Algier for the Falcons, Drake London as a flex in a deeper league, and then. Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins, who will be a very, very good play this week and a very good RB2. Bills and Bears. Uh, I think just Josh Allen, Diggs, and Knox. And then Bears side of the ball. Give me RB1, Justin Fields. Saints and Browns. I'm going to say just probably Kamara from the Saints side of the ball, and then I'm going to let Beck take over the Browns part. Yeah, I mean, I think Olave's probably going to sit here um, I think Denzel Ward's going to lock him up. Martin Emerson Jr., the cor- the third cornerback for the Browns, arguably second now. He's been one of the best rookies in the NFL this year. Um, I just don't think there's a receiver you can start on the Saints team. Um, I think I expect the Browns to cover the two and a half, and I think Nick Chubb has a pretty good game on the ground. It'll be ve- it'll be a very cold game. It's supposed to be like minus eight on the field, so very cold. Yeah, Texans and Titans. I'm going to go no one from the Texans. I mean, Derrick Henry is just going to eat that team alive he did it a couple weeks ago when Malik Willis was the starter and I mean he's gonna be the Lions set at minus four which is a little fishy to me I mean I think the Texans are gonna keep it close but Derrick Henry is so talented against this team he loves to go off against division so I just think Derrick Henry and that tight end I said earlier I forgot his name for the Titans Seahawks and Chiefs this game is going to be so much fun to watch I'm not gonna watch though I'm gonna watch my birds but (laughs) Geno Smith is going to do very well along with DK Metcalf along with Kenneth Walker. And then Chiefs, I'm going Mahomes, Pacheco, McKinnon, Juju, and Kelsey. Those guys are all elite starts this week. Giants and Vikings, I think the Giants end up winning this one. We'll do our pick segment in a little bit. I think just Saquon, that's probably the safer option. But Daniel Jones, if you need a guy like Jalen Hurts is out, Daniel Jones is not the worst start to have this week. Vikings side of the ball, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to start Justin Jefferson because that's a no-brainer, but I am going to sit here and tell you to start Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins, even though it might be a little risky. 
but I think that's what you got to do. Bengals and Pats. I'm going to go Joe Burr, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase. And then Patriots, I'm just going to go Ramondre Stevenson. I think that's all you can do. Lions and Panthers. Among Us, Jared Goff would not be the worst start, but it is on the road. He plays a lot better at home, so I'm not going to say Jared Goff. But I'm just going to go Swift and Among Us for the Lions. Panthers side of the ball. I think Sam Darnold could be very, very, very sneaky play, but against the playoffs, so you can't do that. Give me DJ Moore, though. I think he's going to have a really nice game. I don't think Foreman's going to have a nice game. And Chubb Hubbard, they will not have a nice game because Detroit's run defense is very, very solid. But I think DJ Moore will be a very solid flex this week. Commanders and 49ers. Brian Robinson is not going to be able to do anything, anything against this team. I don't even think McLaurin's going to do anything, so I'm going to say no one from the Commanders. Uh, 49ers side of the ball. I think Purdy will be a very nice start along with George Kittle and CMC. I think Ayuk should be on your bench this week. And then I don't think Debo Samuel's coming back, so he'll still be on your bench. Eagles and Cowboys are going to be an awesome game. I think I mentioned this in episode 8. I believe that this is a game that's on my radar and it is finally here. And this is going to be probably the game of the year at Dallas. I love watching games at Dallas. Eagles side of the ball. Give me Gardner Minshew, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. And then Cowboys side of the ball. Give me Dak, Zeke, Pollard, C.D., and Schultz. Be in your lineup. Don't make room for those guys unless it's Dak or C.D. or Schultz. Baby Zeke is probably the only one who I wouldn't consider playing, but I still like this team. Dallas is favored, and I expect Minshew to start, but I would not expect to count them out. But again, the Eagles' interior interior defensive line is so elite. Raiders and Steelers, uh, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. I think Matt Collins would be a very nice start and maybe a flex in a deeper league, but I'm just going to go uh, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Derek Carr would not be the worst play either, though, even though Whit Ramsey hates him. Steelers side of the ball. Najee and Deontay Johnson, that's it. Heading into our Christmas Day games. Packers and Dolphins. Give me Aaron Jones and Christian Watson for the Packers. And then Dolphins, give me Waddle, Tyreek, and Tua. I'm also gonna I'm also gonna add, I kinda like Moster here. I'm, I mean I think this Packers run defense isn't isn't that great. I mean they average, I mean let's see. They just weren't that good this past week against the Rams. I mean, I think Cam Akers, he ran over them a good bit, and then they just they went away from him. I think he had five and a half yards per carry um, for a bit, and then they just went straight to Kyron Williams, and then the game was over by that point after Baker threw a couple picks. Um, I, I think I like Mostert here. He ran really hard last week. I was I was really encouraged by that. You know, they get back to the warm weather. I like, I like the Dolphins here to also win outright for sure and to cover the spread. I like that. And then we'll go into Broncos and Rams. I'm just going to say Latavius Murray, right? Yep. Can't say anything else. <laughs> Bucks and Cardinals. Chris Godwin. And give me the GOAT, Tom Brady. And I would also like to say, this is a little thing I was thinking about a couple minutes ago. I would start Matt Prater here for the um, Cardinals. I mean, his next three weeks, he goes at home against Tampa, at the Falcons, at the 49ers. Those, those are three warm weather or in a dome games. Where if you're in the playoffs, still trying to make a win for the cha- or run for the championship, if you can find him off waivers because he hasn't been very highly ranked this year, I think you can find him as a good kicker to put in the warm weather. Yeah, had he stayed on the Bucks side of the ball, I think I'm gonna stick with Leonard Fournette. It's probably the RB one right now. Uh, I just think Leonard Fournette gets a lot of receiving work. 
So I think Leonard Fournette's probably the guy. Probably, I feel him as a RB2. And the Cardinals side of the ball, I say probably just Hopkins, right? That's probably it. Can't say much. Monday Night Football, Chargers at Colts, Eckler, Keenan Allen, and that's it. And then Colts side of the ball. Uh, I think, who is Deion Jackson hurt? Um, he is not. But I would also say... I wouldn't start. I would just start Pittman. Yeah, and I would I would take the Chargers defense because it'll be Nick Folk this week. Pretty Nick interestingly Foles. enough. Or Nick Foles, sorry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would just take the Chargers defense and then, yeah, to your point, take Pittman. All right, heading into one of our new segments, we're going to do a kicker segment with Beck Jenke telling us how you should approach kickers this week as the cold weather is now starting to be up. Yeah, I mean, I think you look at McManus here um, against the Rams... On Christmas, I mean, it's a it's a dome, obviously, in SoFi, and he's been he's been great in Denver with how cold the weather's been. I think you take him. Like I said, I love Matt Prater. Big fan of suck up here too. I would stay away from um, Daniel Carlson if you could. If you have another very good guy, you know, Bach. I know you have Daniel Carlson. I think you still start him. I still think you started me. Yeah, I don't think you can go away from him. Yeah, but um. Others that I would like to say, I would I would take um, Badgley here against the Panthers. They give up a decent amount of field goals. I would also put Pinero in there. He's been super accurate all year long. I think he had three field goals last week. Um, and then let's see. I mean, definitely not anybody from the Saints Browns game. Um, nothing from the Bills Bears game. I think that's all you got to go with. Um, not, I, I wouldn't take Harrison Butker either, although he's been the big name. He hasn't performed as well this year. He hasn't gotten many opportunities. So I would just go with the guys during the, the warm weather, and then, yeah, you take a couple that are the best, like uh, Daniel Carlson, that are just, you know they're always going to be good, but, yeah. Yeah, uh, going back to Eddie Panera before we do defense and waiver wire, ever since he had those uh, miscues against the Falcons, he's been really consistent. So, again, against Detroit at home, should be a very nice start. Defenses I like this week, Ravens versus ATL, Bills versus Bears, Saints and Browns. Titans versus Texans, 49ers versus the Commanders, Steelers versus the Raiders, Broncos and Rams, Bucks and Cardinals, and Chargers versus the Colts. Mm-hmm. Waiver wire pickups I like this week. Why are you concerned about the waiver wire? No one should be concerned. It's the playoffs. Too late. The only person you're picking up from a waiver wire is the defense, as I just said, or your handcuffs. Or your handcuffs. Or, I mean, yeah, if there are some of those kickers that are in the warm weather, Maybe you can compile them with a couple good games for them that you would predict. And then, yeah, I mean, just defense kickers. If if elsewhere, just stick with your team. I mean, you got to the playoffs so far. You've done a good job. Obviously, Alex and I have not done a good enough job. I did a good job. You didn't do a good job. I just played the guy who put 170 on me. Heading into our pick'em segment, Jaguars at Jets. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to go with the Jags here, too. I think, um, you know, they have... The Jets have some quarterback issues, although we don't really know who's going to start this week. It's going to be, I think I want Trevor Lawrence, the hot hand here. Falcons versus Ravens. Give me the Atlanta Falcons rise up and win this game. I'm going to go the Falcons too here. I think it helps out everybody in the AFC North if the Ravens lose this game. Bills versus Bears. Give me me Josh Allen. Yeah, I'm going to take Josh Allen as well. Saints and Browns. Give Give me Deshaun Watson. Give me the Browns here. I think they cover. Maybe win by two touchdowns even. Texans at Titans. Give me the Titans. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Texans here. I think um, their passing game isn't that isn't as good as it should be. Um, Tannehill is questionable now. 
That's why the line is so low at only four. So I think Vegas is sort of hinting at it. I want the Texans here. Seahawks at Chiefs. Seahawks made a lot of mistakes last week against Brock Purdy, so they're going to make a lot of mistakes this week against Patrick Mahomes. Give me the Chiefs in a game that will be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, the more fundamentally sound team wins this game. Give me Kansas City. Giants at Vikings. Teams usually coming off high-intensity games, very emotional games. Still at home. The Vikings seem to almost struggle at home. Give me the Giants. I'm going to take Vikings here. I think just Jeff- Justin Jefferson is him, so... Bengals at Pats. Bengals going on the road. Give me Joe Burr. I'm going to take Burrow here, too. Lions at Panthers. A lot of people will be picking Detroit. Panthers are going to definitely keep it close, though. High-scoring game, but give me the Lions. Yeah, running game wins this game. Lions. Commanders at 49ers. 49ers are at home and have the best defense in the league. And if you can't beat the New York Giants, you're not beating the 49ers. Give me the 49ers on a long rest of the week. Purdy. Eagles at Cowboys going into a hostile, high-emotional environment. But Gardner Minshew is going to show people that he deserves a contract and he deserves a starting job. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I mean, you take Jalen Hurts out of this this equation here. They still have the best team team in the NFL. I want to take the Eagles as well. Steelers, or no, excuse me, Raiders at Steelers. Does this game really matter? really doesn't. It kind of does for the playoffs, but by then you're too far out of it. Kenny Pickett's not any good. Give me the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. I mean, they had a pretty electrifying last play. I think they carry that energy into this one. Packers at Dolphins. Dolphins are back in warm weather where they thrive. Give me the Dolphins. I agree. I'm taking Miami. Broncos at Rams. Broncos had a very nice win against the Cardinals. It's not going to last. Nathaniel Hackett gets fired. Give me the Rams. I'm going to take Baker here, too. I'm, I'm not very prone to doing that, but I'm going to take 17. Bucks at Cardinals. Give me the GOAT. Give me Brady. I'm going to go to the Bucks here as well. Monday Night Football, Chargers at Colts. Matt Ryan just got benched. I haven't seen anything about that, but Beck said he got benched, so I'm going to trust Beck. He did get benched. Give me Nick Foles. I'm going to take the Herb- Herbert here. I think better defense wins this game. Beck Janky, thank you for coming on, even though you were kind of forced to come on. I enjoyed it. We always have a very solid episode when you come on. As well, thank you for listening. Again, if you have not followed us at Bach Fantasy Talk on Instagram, please do that. Again, if you've not listened to the past episodes, very interesting to listen to if you're bored on this Christmas break or something to consider, especially week 15, or episode 15, excuse me, was a very solid episode. Beck Janky, any words you would like to say before we head out? No, guys, I mean... Thanks for thanks for watching. I appreciate it. Um, if you're still in the playoffs, congratulations. If you're not, you know, keep it going. The best part of fantasy is guys that are still locked in through the whole 18 weeks now. So don't be the guy that doesn't check, doesn't update their lineup. Just stay with it if you lost. And you know, good luck in the playoffs if you're still there. Yes, thank you for coming on. Next ep- next week's episode will be a very very good one as we will get you ready for the championship. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.